Well, good morning and welcome to Christ the King. You may be seated. I bring you greetings from our pastor, the Reverend David Glade, who is away on vacation this week with his family. As you may have already noticed, Peter Swanda is listed to preach today, and I am not Peter Swanda. I'm Robbie Pruitt. Peter and his family are out sick today, and we are modeling what, uh, practicing what we preach, modeling for you that uh, when he's sick, he's staying home, and we thank him for that. So I have the privilege to bring God's word to you and to us this morning, and I'm excited to do so. This Sunday is the second Sunday in Lent. Historically in the church, new converts to the faith were prepared for baptism on Easter. And so the readings leading up to Easter cover the great events of salvation history. Today, we will be looking at the story of Abram. Notice I did not say Abraham, because at this point in the story, his name is not Abraham, because God has not changed his name, but it is Abram. We will be looking at Abram's call, God's call on his life, God's promises for Abram, and Abram's faith to step out in obedience. Today's sermon title is Faith, Going to Get God's Blessing. Let us pray as we begin our time together. God, be in my mouth and in my speaking. God, be in our hearts and in our understanding. Be in our ears and in our listening. Be in our heads and our thinking. Lord Jesus, help us to follow you. You are a faithful God. Help us to follow you in faithful trust and obedience like Abram before us. God, help us to step out, especially in those places of deep fear. Help us to step out in faith, knowing that you are trustworthy. And Lord, now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. My daughter Grace and I recently went to see a movie on one of our daddy-daughter dates. This movie was also shown um, on the bus ride to our junior high retreat last weekend, much to my joy, because I wanted to see that movie again. So when we were at Breakaway, uh, we were seeing this movie on the bus there. It is fascinating to see the biblical parallels of faith and the topic of faith, as well as the narrative of Abram's life kind of in this song and we see this in the passage that we just read together of Abraham's narrative and also in the lyrics of this opening song to this particular Disney movie. This song addresses the issue of calling and obedience and following the call. Let's see if you can guess the movie. I promise I won't sing it or maybe, maybe I'll try not to sing it. I can hear you, but I won't. Some look for trouble, others don't. There's a thousand reasons I should go about my day and ignore your whispers, which I wish would go away. You're not a voice. You're just a ringing in my ear. And if I hear you, which I don't, I'm spoken for, I fear. Everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls. I'm sorry, God. I added that. I'm blocking out your calls. I've had my adventure. I don't need something new. I'm afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you into the unknown. 
What do you want? Because you've been keeping me awake. Are you here to distract me so I make a big mistake? Or are you someone out there who's a little bit like me? Who knows deep down I'm not where I'm meant to be? Every day is a little harder as I feel your power grow. Don't you know there's part of me that longs to go into the unknown? Are you out there? Do you know me? Can you feel me? Can you show me? Where are you going? Don't leave me all alone. How do I follow you into the unknown? Well, when you put it like that, it almost sounds like a psalm, doesn't it? You've guessed what it is by now? Into the Unknown from Disney's Frozen 2. And now it's stuck in your head for the rest of the day. You're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome for that. This song makes me think of the call of Jesus. And your kids, if you have them, or your grandkids or nieces or nephews or your neighbor's kids are singing this song all the time. The song asks a great question. How do we follow into the unknown? And for us, how do we have faith to follow God into the unknown? After all, that's exactly what Abram did when God called him to go into the unknown. What is God asking you to do right now? What is it that you know for a fact God is requesting of you that you may not be acting upon in your life right now? We all have areas of our lives where we are sure about what we should be doing, but we're still not acting upon these opportunities. We cannot experience what God has for us if we do not step into it. If we are to have faith in God, we must step out into that faith. A renewal of faith comes when we step out in obedience and go and get God's blessing. But trusting God is difficult. Stepping out in faith is difficult, but we must step out. This was the case with the calling and the blessing of Abram. God promised Abram that he would be blessed, but that blessing would not come to where he was. God asked Abram to go to the land that he would show him, and then God would bless Abram. God promised to give Abram a land. There are four promises here. To give him a land, he would make him a great nation, and he would make his name great. And he would be a blessing to those nations and the people around him. In Genesis 12, the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing I will bless those who bless you, 
and curse him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abram was being called to leave everything that he knew that was sure. He was to leave his father's house, which meant his father's gods, little g. The surety of his inheritance, his father's household. And the world was in chaos. I mean, think about it. The creation, the fall, the Tower of Babel, when everyone was building a tower to make a name for themselves, to get to God, and he confused their language, and they couldn't build. Noah and the flood, where God started over. And now with Abram, we almost get like a second creation account where Abram is beginning again for God to make a people, a nation, and a place for himself a promised land, a promised people, a blessed people to be a blessing to all nations and other people. And Abram obeyed God, and Abram went. Faith is not jumping blindly into the unknown. Faith is not blind. It's not blindly leaping into nothing, as much as it is stepping into what we do not know, God is asking of us. We're stepping into it, but we do not know the details. Faith is knowing and trusting God's commands and promises and believing that God will work out the details. The details are not our concern. He simply tells us to go. Our faith and trust is not empty because it's in our God. Our faith and trust is in God, not the details. It is in believing that God will bring about the blessing God has in store for you as you trust him and as you step out in faith. There's a great story told by Brendan Manning in his book, Ruthless Trust, concerning Mother Teresa. Manning tells of how the renowned ethicist Jack Cavanaugh having a midlife crisis, journeyed to Calcutta to work with Mother Teresa in her ministry to the dying. When Jack Cavanaugh got to Calcutta in the house of the dying, he asked Mother Teresa to pray for him. She asked, what would you like me to pray for? And he said, clarity. But Mother Teresa refused to pray for clarity for him. She made the wise observation that Kavanaugh was clinging to clarity and that must, he must release that desire for clarity. Jack Kavanaugh questioned her, saying that she always seemed to have tremendous clarity. And Mother Teresa laughed at him, saying, I've never had clarity. What I've had is trust, so I will pray that you trust God. This is the case with each of us. We do not need clarity on the details. When it comes to stepping out in faith, we do not need 
the clarity or the details. What we need is trust in our faithful God. Like Abraham trusted God. Abram stepped out of what he knew and he stepped into what he did not know. Abram stepped into what was promised even though he could not see it clearly or for certain. Abram had obedient had to go obediently in order to get God's blessing. And God promises the blessing. The blessing was Abram's to have, but Abram would not possess the blessing if he would not depart from where he was in order to get that blessing which God had promised. In his letter to the church in Rome, the Apostle Paul said this, For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him as righteousness. For all of us have been saved by grace through faith, not by our works, lest anyone should brag about it. Our salvation comes from God and our faith comes from God and our salvation comes from putting our faith in the God who has given us our faith. In Hebrews 11, often referred to as the hall of faith or the faith chapter in the Bible, the author defines faith saying, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the belief in the things not seen. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. For everyone who seeks God must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Hebrews goes on to say this of Abraham. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise as in a foreign land. Living in tents with Isaac and Jacob and heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to a city that has foundations whose designer and builder is God. I was just reflecting with my wife about God's call on us to move to Haiti. Um, I was speaking to a group of youth pastors, and I've shared this story with you before. I shared it with you when I first came to Christ the King about three and a half, four years ago. Um, When I was called away, my wife and I, our family, was called away to Haiti, I taught on this Hebrews text about Abram not knowing where he was going, but going anyway. And uh, God had us in Haiti for five years. At the end of that time, I was given a passage of scripture to preach. We were in a series in Hebrews. And guess, guess what passage I got? I got this passage in Hebrews about Abram. And that's when the Zika virus hit and God called my family to Alexandria. And... Uh, Ironically enough, the first, one of the first two or three sermons that I preached, the passage that was given to me was Hebrews 12. <laughs> it, it's amazing what God does, but he is faithful. It's amazing to think back on these, these narratives of God's faithfulness as he moves in our lives and goes before us. And as he orchestrated Abram's life, and he was faithful to Abram's call. And I've seen that faithfulness in my life, but never when I I didn't go, you see. 
In his book, Experiencing God, Knowing and Doing the Will of God by Henry Blackaby and Claude King, the authors describe the realities of experiencing God. He gives seven of them. I want to talk about the last three. The last three realities of experiencing God describe Abram's journey of faith. These realities say, number five, God's invitation for you to work with him always leads you to a crisis of belief which requires faith and action. Number six, you must make major adjustments in your life to obey God and follow God where he leads you. Number seven, you come to know God by experience as you obey him and he accomplishes his work through you. This is also how God worked through Abram's faith in the promises of God. Abram was invited into God's work in the world. God's invitation to Abram led him to a crisis of belief that required Abram to believe God, to have faith in God, and to step out in his faith with obedient action. Abram had to go and to get God's blessing. He could not get it by staying. Abram also had to adjust his life as he once knew it. He had to adjust from his old life that he knew to the new life that God knew for him. Through Abram, and though Abram did not know this himself and all the details himself, Abram had to leave the life he had to join God in the bigger picture of what God was doing. Lastly, Abram came to know God in a deeper way as he experienced God and God's faithfulness in his life firsthand. Abram came to know God by experience as he obeyed God, leaving his father's household and as God accomplished his work through Abraham in a new promised land. Because of Abram's faithfulness in God and going to get God's blessing by going to the land that God would indeed show him and did, God blessed Abram. God blessed Abram with the land. God blessed Abram by making him a great nation. God blessed Abram by making his name great. And lastly, God blessed Abram to be a blessing to the nations and the people around him. In another part of Brendan Manning's book, Ruthless Trust, The Ragamuffin's Path to God, which I highly recommend. I probably should read it again. It's been years. Manning tells the story of uh, the, the story with Mother Teresa and Jack Kavanaugh, but he also writes this. The way of trust is movement into obscurity. The way of trust is movement into obscurity, into the undefined, into ambiguity, not into some predetermined, clearly delineated path for the future. The next step discloses itself only out of discernment of God acting in the desert of the present moment. That's good. I'll read that one one more time. The next step discloses itself only out of discernment of God acting in the desert of the present moment. And does it feel like a desert sometimes? When we step out and we just don't know what's going to happen next. Manning says the reality of naked trust is the life of the pilgrim who leaves what is nailed down, leaves what is certain, leaves what is obvious and secure, 
and walks into the unknown without any rational explanation to justify the decision or the guarantee of any future. And why would someone do that? Because God has signaled the movement. And he has offered it his presence and his promise. And what about each of us? What is God asking you to step out of and into? Where do you need to trust God in your life right now? And what a great time in Lent to reflect on a question like that. Where is God calling you to exercise your faith in him? Exercise your faith muscle. Where is your faith leading you to go and get God's blessing for your life? May we, like Abram, come to know God by experience as we receive God's blessing. As we step out in faith and trust God with our lives. Now to him who is able to do far more in abundant than we can ask, think, or imagine according to the power at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Pray with me as we conclude our time together. O oh God, you promise in your word, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. We read that psalm earlier. You said, blessed is the people whom you have chosen. Thank you, Jesus, that you have made us a blessed people, that you have made us your heritage, as the psalmist said, Jesus, our souls wait for you. You are our help and our shield. For our heart is glad in you because we trust you and we trust in your holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us even as we hope in you. Jesus, help us and be with us as we trust you and step out in faith with our lives and as we go and get the blessing that you have for us. O oh God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment and the light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what you would have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices and that your light, in it we may see light. And in your straight path we may not stumble through Jesus Christ our Lord. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen.